podcast. We continue Star Power Week on Monday. We had Rod Snetian and J.R. Brown on the show. And today, two more stars, Lauren Freeman and Addie Biesink of the women's basketball team, join the show. Lauren, Addie, how are you guys doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm doing good as well. Thank you, Robbie. So happy to have both you guys talking some women's basketball. Um, again, if you missed it, on Monday, we sat down with JR and Rod of the basketball team. Coming up on Friday, we're going to recap the basketball games on Wednesday night and also preview the weekend action. Give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at Locked Up Podcast. But let's get right into this. You know, um, what a great season you guys had last year. And I actually want to start with that game, the Slack tournament against Spalding and and just what that was like for you guys. Uh, you know, it was the first time since you guys have been here that you guys were able to win the Slack tournament. And Lauren, we can start with you. I mean, what was that like winning that game at home against Spalding? Oh man, it was a really awesome experience, especially because we haven't hosted the tournament, I don't think ever, or if we did it such a long time ago. And not only that, also getting to host with our guys team, it just made us feel like, uh, like a really power team. Um, and we've been waiting, you know, since our freshman year to do this and really getting to go out and play. Um, it was just a really special day for sure. Yeah. And, and Addie, you had both of you really had, had such a good game in that in that uh, tournament championship game and then going to play in the national tournament. What was that like for you, Addie? Uh, it was awesome. It was an, it was such a good experience. Um, I think we were like super pumped, especially to play Spalding because uh, when we played Spalding at Spalding, that's the game that obviously was into overtime, which was awesome too. So I think we were just excited because it's always a good game when we play Spalding and especially knowing that like that win would take us to the national tournament. It was an aw awesome atmosphere. Yeah, especially being at home. It was a lot of fun. And then what was, you know, the, the atmosphere like playing in that national tournament game? Um, you guys were defeated in the first round of the tournament, but getting back to that point, I mean, was the preparation or the mentality, was that any different for you guys playing in the national championship or national tournament? Um, I definitely would say that for a lot of us, it was our first time. So definitely having those like big tournament jitters were there, but once we finally got on the court and like game was started, I think we were able to kind of screw our heads back on and really get into the game and still have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I, I agree with Lauren. There was definitely some jitters just because it was the national tournament and obviously we had never gone. So that was a little bit intimidating, but I think like once the game actually started, those really went away for me at least. And it really just felt like another game. Yeah, and, you know, that's the, the last basketball game you guys have played in and almost, I think, almost a year uh, at this point with the season getting pushed back. And, you know, we can start with you, Lauren. What's this just extended offseason been like where you go so long without playing, season gets pushed back, um, practices even get pushed back. So what's this extended offseason been like for you? Um, it's been very interesting, especially just the whole, like, we really never know when things could continue to play or a game could be canceled or season gets pushed back even further. Um, it has made it hard some days because uh, when we weren't a hundred percent sure if things were coming back, it was like, okay, like what are we practicing for? But 
now that, you know, game day is here and um, we're actually getting to play, the last like few practices have really been just like energetic and everyone's been so excited to play. And Addie, you know, getting pushed back, how is, how is like getting pushed back like that? How does that affect your preparation, you know, on the physical and mental side when trying to prepare for a season that you don't know when it's going to start? Uh, yeah, it's, it's been very hard. I'm not going to lie. It is extremely difficult. I mean, our first uh, day of practice was October 1st. And then we also had that month or month and a half in there where we went home for break and we weren't able to practice. So practicing, learning all these new plays, like going through all these things and then having that month and a half break and then get, having to come right back to it was kind of difficult. I, I'm not going to lie. I forgot a few things uh, during that break, but um yeah, so it definitely was hard, but and like Lauren said, it, everything is so like easily changed right now. Like it's so easy for things to change. So just like not really having any certainty on like whether we will have a game this day or not. Like it's 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 been difficult, but it's finally here and I'm excited. So yes, I was stressed practicing not knowing, but now that it's finally here, I am relieved and very excited. Yeah. And, and Lauren, you touched on just the last couple of practices, you know, tell me more about like what that atmosphere has been like, where, you know, like, okay, now things are actually getting going. And, you know, what have those just last couple of practices before, you know, tomorrow or when you're hearing this tonight's game uh, has been. Um, they definitely have been a lot more efficient in terms of like preparing for Greenville. Cause for the longest time we had basically just been like, working on skills, getting shots in, like maybe doing a couple scrimmaging. But now that we actually are preparing for games, um, we can like really get into the stuff that we used to do for practices, like when we were in season last year, uh, which I think people have been really excited for because doing kind of the same type of stuff for five months has really been draining. But now we finally get to switch it up and it's really exciting. You know, in the offseason, I think, um, you know, I think when we think of practices, we think of getting the team better. But I think when you're talking about an offseason, I think there's a lot that goes into each individual player working on their own thing. So, you know, Addy, has that been like that for you? Like, were there individual skills you were trying to work on over this offseason? Yeah, actually, um, at the end of each season, we have a little meeting with both of the coaches and you kind of go through like your strengths and weaknesses and like different things that they think you need to work on um, during the summer and like during the off season. So I know for me, I did a lot of like, obviously, my weakness is my weakness. So I tried to get in the gym more and work out things like that. But also I am trying to work on my like shooting. So for example, I did a lot more like outside shooting and stuff. And yeah. Yeah, Lauren, uh, if, if you don't mind sharing, what, what are some of the things that you worked on over the extended offseason? Um, I continue to grow into my mid-range shot, um, as well as I've been developing more, getting my three-point shot better so that it's actually, you know, able to be used during games in case we need it. Um, but other than that, I kind of like how Addy is, I continue to try and make myself stronger um, in case I'm ever in the paint or needing to get any kind of past anybody. Um, but after what I discussed with the coaches at the end of last season, um, reaching some of the goals, I think, is, is really coming uh, into fruition. Yeah, and, you know, I can't wait to see both of you finally get on the court and be able to 
you know, show how much you guys have grown. I know, I mean, you two are some of my favorite players to watch just individually. Um, but going into the season, I think the big change roster wise is obviously JC is no longer there. I mean, JC probably going to end up being a Webster hall of famer, one of the best points to ever play, you know, at Webster. Um, so what has it been like with, with practices and, and going into a season with, with JC no longer there? Um, I think one of the big things that um, JC brought last year or like when she was at Webster, Webster is um, her leadership role. She was really good at um, talking, getting us all together, making sure we we're on the same page, like and different things like that. I think this year we're some of us are trying to fill that role, but I don't think that anyone has really filled it yet. So I think that's one thing that we are like we do lack from losing JC, but. Yeah, and Lauren, you and I had talked a little bit about how JC was kind of the person who would really get you guys going if you're having a bad practice or pick out mistakes. So how have – who's been able to – I mean, I know Addie kind of mentioned that nobody's really been able to step into that, but how are you guys going to fill that role in practice, really, really stay on, uh, you know, on, on pace? Um, I definitely think it's been instead of just like one person being able to do it, we've had multiple people like step up whenever it was needed. I know Dari is a big voice. Um, I try my best, but I'm the type of person where I try not to hurt people's feelings. So it just kind of depends on what we're doing at the time. Um, but I feel like everyone, even like some of our freshmen, Jordan, she's been very vocal as well. So I think it's just really good that as a team, we're all stepping up as leaders and we definitely just are comfortable to, you know, calling one out if need be and just kind of help to become more efficient uh, during practice. So I've, I've been talking to the volleyball players about, you know, playing with mass. And I think it's one of those things that has kind of, maybe has become like a moot point to you guys because you guys have been practicing in mass and everything. So you're kind of used to it. But I mean, I know I was running a mile at the gym and I, I almost sucking my mask down my throat because it was so difficult to breathe. So how does playing in a mass impact, you know, just having to run back and down the court communication, does that get affected at all? And do you think that's going to be a bigger problem in when you actually start getting into games? Um, unless I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure we do get to take our mask off when we're on the court, which okay, will definitely really? help in terms of communication um, but if not, like we've obviously been practicing in our masks and we've definitely had to use a lot more like hand signals or like make sure, making sure that everyone kind of like repeats the play that's being called out and just talking a lot louder than we've probably like needed to. But without the fans, it also kind of compensates for the masks. So it's definitely an interesting experience. And uh, last night I actually went to dinner with Julie and she was talking about kind of about like the mass situation and stuff and she was like now that we're not wearing them in games it's like I'm gonna have to train myself to be able to play and breathe normal because I've been wearing it in practice for so long and she's like she was just saying like how basically she's gonna she was saying like it's gonna feel weird to not wear one so that's interesting I hadn't heard that because I know the volleyball games, they've had to play in mass. So I didn't know that you guys weren't going to be able to play in mass. That's good. Um, so, you know, you kind of mentioned it now moving into kind of playing without fans. And we talked to Rod and JR on Monday. You know, Rod, to me, is one of those players that really, you know, gets fired up with the fans and has those big highlight plays. 
So do you think that having no fans is going to affect you guys at all on the court? I definitely could see it, especially at home games, because we would have such a great fan base and just getting to see everyone out there is always just like so special. So not being able to have people, I definitely think I'm really going to miss it, but I also don't know if it'll bring as much energy. We have talked about like, guys, if we're on the bench, like we have to bring all the energy, you know, since the fans aren't here, but I definitely feel like it's going to make it seem like a slightly harder practice because, you know, no one else is in the gym when we practice. So. Yeah. And to go along with that, um, I know like some of my favorite memories, like uh, two of my favorite games still to this day are West Main at home and Eureka at, at home. And I think like part of the main reason of that is because when we were for example, when we played Eureka, it was super close. And then we came back at the end. Like, I just remember the atmosphere was crazy. And, like, that's just, like, so special. But I I think we should be good. But that's definitely going to be something that I will miss for sure. Yeah, and Lauren kind of touched on it a bit. And I know we talked about it uh, when I was talking to the men's players. You know, Addie, how is important without the fans? Is it for the bench to really kind of carry that energy? Because I think basketball especially is a game – that has a lot to do with momentum and a lot to do with energy. And, you know, without the fans where you can kind of draw some of that energy from, how do you think, you know, the bench is going to have to create that energy? Or do you think the bench is going to have to create the energy? Yeah, I think that uh, bench energy is obviously important with or without fans. But like you said, especially since we don't have fans, I think that's going to be super important. I know Dari is super good about like getting that going and stuff. And um, last year they had like some different like little chance that they did like that we did um, like for like different things like defense, offense, stuff like that. So I think just like making sure we, that we implement them all the time now uh, is going to be super important. But I think that we have a lot of energy this year, so I'm hoping that it's going to be great. You know, when we're looking at kind of the roster this season, you know, the contributors that are going to be a part of it. I know you and I, Addie, talked a couple weeks ago about uh, Kiara Rines and the offseason that she's had. And, you know, just kind of give me some of your takeaways from seeing Kiara play this year. And what do you think she is going to be able to contribute to this team? Um, I, yeah, he has definitely like had an amazing like practice season so far. Like she has improved so much and um, even like on our off days or like when we're not practicing, like she's the one that I always see in the gym. She's always putting up shots and she has like her um, driving game, like driving to the rim and stuff has improved immensely. And she's, she's always been super strong, but that helps her a lot with that too, because She's nearly unstoppable when she drives the lane and stuff. And even her outside shooting has improved so much. So I'm excited to see what she can do this year for us, especially. And Lauren, obviously you're going to have a big role to fill, you know, as a guard with JC leaving along with Kiara, along with potentially Jordan Grimes. Um, I want to talk about Jordan Grimes a little bit because talking to some of the other players, I mean, Jordan Grimes is a name that's come up a lot about freshmen who could contribute a lot. So as a guard, Lauren, you know, give me kind of your analysis on, on Jordan. I think she's definitely going to be a great uh, backup point guard. Like if any of us other guards are having a bad day, I definitely 
can see her stepping up and filling the role that we need her to fill. Um, and I have a lot of my uh, shooting times with her and I've been watching her shot improve. And I know in practice, she hasn't been totally confident yet, but I definitely think once we get into games and she finally gets to um, shine, like the way uh, we see her in practice, it's definitely her confidence is just gonna keep rising up and she's gonna be, she's gonna be really good. So I'm excited. Yeah, and then on the forward yeah. side, name that I've heard a lot is is Beth Lancaster. And Addie, can you know give me a couple things that you've seen with with Bethany Lancaster? Yeah, Bethany. Yes, yeah, she is definitely going to be a big help this year too. Obviously, she's in my position, so we guard each other in practice and stuff. And yeah, she's um, working on like building her confidence and stuff. Obviously, as a freshman, it's a little scary, but like she's really uh, open to asking questions and like making sure she knows things. And like, if she has any questions about anything, she'll ask me to like make sure that she can also like help improve herself. And she's really um yeah she's definitely going to be a big help this year I'm excited and Lauren I want to throw this one to you and you know another player I think is really going to help in the forward position is going to be Dariana Hunter who you know really hasn't had her chance but you know with Taylor Zarr no longer there um you know do you think Dar could play a big role this year and if she does what kind of things do you expect from her um, I definitely just see her, I mean, offensively and defensively, I definitely think she is just amazing in the paint. Um, she has blocked so many shots for us and definitely brings energy in doing that. But also she's really good down in the paint um, and can score. And she's always looking, you know, when her and Addie are in together, she's always looking for the open pass or seeing how she can get um, her teammates open. So she's definitely a big team player even if it's like not her day she's definitely going to help everyone else get where they need to be yeah i want to talk about uh, uh, you know the greenville matchup that's happening you know as people are listening to this it's happening tonight greenville was third in the preseason slack poll obviously you know historically greenville's been a pretty tough matchup for you guys but able to beat them in all three matchups you played against them last year so you know i'll throw this to you first addy um, going into this Greenville game, what are your expectations? You know, obviously, again, beating them all three matchups last year. You guys are the top dog this year going into it. Um, what are your thoughts about the Greenville matchup? I'm, I, I'm excited. Um, obviously, us playing Greenville is always a fun game because there's a lot of rivalry there, obviously. Um, we've really just been focusing on um, their – they push the ball. They run fast, which we know, and – uh, the posts have been focusing on like uh, their post players have big duck ins, so we just have to make sure that we're ready for those. So we've been preparing for since honestly last Thursday. So we've been getting a lot of like their stuff in and stuff. So I think we're going to be really prepared this year. And um, another thing is um, they, yeah, like I said, they like to push the ball. So just to be ready to play our first game against someone who likes to run and is really fast is exciting because I know we that's how we like to play too. So I'm excited that this is our first game. Yeah, and something that I like to ask all the sports teams really is how, you know, how they prepare for games. Because I think there are some teams that, you know, they're going to prepare their game regardless of who they're playing. It doesn't really matter. They're just focused on their own game. But I know with men's basketball and Addie from 
what you said, kind of you guys as well, you guys prepare for each individual po opponent. So, uh, Lauren, is, is that how you guys prepare? You prepare for each individual opponent? Um, yeah, we definitely like to get to know some of their plays and how they like to, like Eddie said, Greenville really likes to push the ball. And that's kind of a key element in how we want to, you know, keep them from winning. But we also really focus on our game as well. We don't want to be the team that sort of relies on what the other team's doing to see how we play. Like we are the ones who want to be in control of the game. And if the game like would be slipping, it would be of our own doing and not necessarily of like the other team. Like we want to just maintain control the whole game. Yeah. And, you know, I think one of the big ways that you guys do that is obviously with your defense. You know, you guys have been one of the top defensive units in the SLIAC really for the past since really since Jordan Olson's been there. So, you know, Lauren, you don't need to go into the nitty gritty details, but tell me about this defense and how you guys learn the system, you know, how complex it is. I know Addie and I talked last week about how complex really and hard this defense is to learn, especially for freshmen. So if you could just talk about the defense a little bit. Um, yeah, so our biggest thing is really just getting in people's faces. Um, we really like to pressure them and not feel like they have, they can go through the plays like they normally would in their own practices. Um, as well as we also prepare to get in the help side, which some teams do, some teams don't, um, so that if there's any like post feeds or if there's any skip passes, like we're ready and we're there when the ball's caught. And that can also help us to get steals, get deflections. Um, we just really like to, that's just our biggest way of like controlling the tempo is not letting them get the passes they want and not letting them get the um, open shots they may be used to when they're preparing for games like these. Yeah, and I want to kind of uh, finish with this, and I want to get both your perspective, but we'll start with you, Addie. You know, this season, obviously, you, you're coming off a Slack championship. You're first in the preseason poll. I know here on the podcast, we predicted you guys to go 10-0. and 0. You know, just the expectations are huge for you guys going into this year. And, Addie, starting with you, I mean, what's that like? How do you manage those expectations? Does, does it get in your head at all or anything like that? I mean, uh, when when you're a freshman and you're about to have your first game, one of the first things Coach O always says is Webster is the team that everyone wants to beat. Whether you're playing Iowa Wesleyan, whether you're playing Greenville, it's always we have to beat Webster. So from your freshman year, you know that you're being hunted after. And so I feel like we we're always kind of in the um, that position. But um I mean, I'm excited. I don't know. I am confident in our team this year. I think we're going to be really good. So whether we were seated fourth or first, I still believe that we can go undefeated and get that conference championship. So that's the goal. Yeah, and Lauren, do you have any other thoughts on, uh, on expectations? Um, I totally agree with Addie. Like, it's been engraved in our brains that – everybody's gunning for us like they don't play each other like the way that they play us so we always just have to be on our a game and our practices always have to be efficient um and yeah like it's just been so long since we've played a game and I'm also just really excited for the freshmen to finally see it like in action and really get on the floor and just show them how we do it the Webster way Awesome. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to do this. This was awesome. You know, good luck in your game Wednesday night against Greenville and also for the rest of your season. Again, I really appreciate you guys being here. Um, 
on Friday, again, we are going to have, we're going to recap those Wednesday night games, uh, me and Brandon Burns still, and then we'll preview the weekend games. But that's going to do it for this episode. For Lauren Freeman and Addie B. Sink, I'm Robbie Floyd. Thank you all for listening.